training in Pretoria this morning. Uh, somebody who's going to have to put the nuts and bolts onto this and uh, take it forward is uh, the Deputy, well, the Deputy Director General, Dr. Diane Parker, who joins us now to speak a little bit more about this. Uh, Dr. Parker, good afternoon to you, you and uh, thank you for your time this afternoon. Good afternoon, Stephen, and thank you very much for having me on your program. In terms of uh, where we are, I mean, the figures are quite astounding as to how many people will benefit from this. Uh, From the department's point of view, are you content with what you've been able to put together as far as the the NASFIS funding is and uh, where the department is in terms of being the readiness for 2017? Look, I think um, it's it's always a difficult uh, time of year at this time of year because there's so many students looking for spaces and so on and wanting to get um, confirmation around their funding. But certainly we've prepared very well in terms of all of these various issues. I think it's important for students to know who are NISFAS qualifying students who meet the the NISFAS um, qualifications in terms of their means test, that they will be funded. We funded all students last year and we'll fund them again this year as long as they have signed their loan agreement forms. If students hadn't signed their loan agreement forms, then there could be problems um, for those NISFAS students. So they need to sign their loan agreement forms in order for their fund, for their fees to have been paid and so on, and that will take care of all of that. Um, then in terms of the gap funding, the, the, the grant that we're making available to pay the 8% for all of those students who are in the... Um, the missing middle, the poor and missing middle, um, that has all been dealt with. We've got a process with the universities in terms of being students being able to apply for that and to ensure that um, we, are, we cover the students in relation to that. It seems as if there's a, a huge amount of administration which uh, goes into this. In terms of some of the students uh, who perhaps... Uh, think they have signed that loan agreement. Some people have left this a little bit too late. I mean, it's something the minister spoke about, the fact that some uh, people have applied late for university. Clearly, they've applied a bit too late for NASFIS. Uh, How many people have sort of come and started applying to NASFIS and universities uh, at a late stage in the last couple of weeks, do we know? Well, NISFAS um, has opened up a window for the late um, applications that for universities started on the 9th and is going to go through till the 20th um, of this month. And that's really for those students who um, hadn't applied in time or, um, you know, needed to apply in relation to coming into the system at this stage now because they find a space. Um, so that application form has been opened again. Last year, NISFAS has had about 380,000 applicants, and I think they're expecting to get around about 450,000 applicants. It's not clear exactly what will come through, because remember, they've opened it up for both universities and for TVETs, so that, that amount is for both of them. But that is currently ongoing, and, and, and um, individuals are able to apply at the moment for, for NISFAS if they didn't apply in time. Of course, um, some individuals will apply and won't meet the means test. Um, And other individuals, obviously, if they've applied for NISFAS, they have to have got a space at a university before they can apply or at a TV college. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about the means test because, of course, uh, the, 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 we, we talk now of the missing middle, which is a term which, of course, we, we were introduced to quite recently. That pilot project um, which is being rolled out to, to deal with the missing middle, Ikusasa, just can you outline how that's going to work? 
Yeah, well, this year, basically there's a, a ministerial task team report that was published towards the end of last year, and we also published a gazette requesting public comments on that particular task team report. So we are asking the public to go to our website to download the report and then to provide inputs in terms of their thinking around that model. So there's a, it's a very detailed description of what the model will be. What we are starting this year is a pilot on certain aspects of the overall model that will focus only on the missing middle students, and that is being piloted in certain universities and one TVET college in the particular programs that have been identified. There are some general formative programs, but also some professional programs and one artisan program. And, and that is um, being dealt with um, in relation to the, the universities themselves. So what we've got is we've got spaces for well, funding for approximately 1,500 students to come into that pilot program to pilot aspects of the new model. And during the year, then, we're going to do the full feasibility study, get public comments from various stakeholders, and we really appeal to students to give us, uh, you know, good comments on, on that model, to come to a final model that we hope to um, implement fully over the next few years, you know, as soon as all the legal aspects have been sorted out. But in the meantime, the pilot will run. 15.2 uh, billion rand, I understand. It's about split uh, 50-50 uh, in terms of the numbers of students who can access funding between uh, universities and uh, TVET colleges as well. Are enough of our matriculants and people who may have been out of uh, school for a while taking up the, the, the TVET um, path? Because I know it's something that the minister has been talking about for a while, about the need to get uh, some of those people into artisan trains, and indeed some of those are scarce skills. No, absolutely. It's very important for us to understand that we need a post-school system that covers the full range of um, qualification types to enable us to have the right kinds of skills in the country. But if you look at the matriculation results, and I'll just remind people of that, um, 162,000-odd of the 610-odd thousand matriculants actually got bachelor's passes. And that's, uh, you know, quite uh, not, not a huge number. So um, the rest, everybody else, the ones who passed with diplomas and with higher certificates and who might not have achieved um, the NCS but aren't going back to repeat their matric, um, are candidates for other aspects in the system. Some of the diploma um, qualifying students will go into universities of technology, but um, the, you know the majority of those students are actually going to go uh, look for places in other areas, and we encourage them to go to look at the TVET system, to look at the skills development system and all the other opportunities that are available there. So if you look at the numbers in terms of the spaces for first-time entering students in universities, it's just under 200,000 spaces for first-time entering students, and we expect that probably about... Um, you know, 80% of those spaces will be taken up by new students coming directly out of matric, but the rest will come from other students who had finished their matric at other times in their lives and have decided to come back to university or they've taken a gap year and so on. So, so um, you know, you can see from those numbers 
that the spaces, the spaces, um, and most of the the, the, the students um, that come out of the the um, schooling system actually need to find spaces in other aspects of the system and not in the university system. Thank you very much to Deputy Director General Dr. Diane Parker from the Department of Higher Education and Training. Midday Live, only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. 21 minutes past 12 on the markets.